If you're ever a salesman, you probably did cocaine. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that rips the tags off of mattresses. We do? Damn right. And we give no shits. And I remember that mattresses have like six inch long tags on the end or something, right? So you're not real sure why I said that? No. All right. So when I was a kid, and I think they still have them, there used to be tags on mattresses that said, do not remove tag under penalty of the law or something like that. Yeah. And so So this is illegal. Sort of. Yeah, and, and I think now it says, unless you're the consumer or something like that. But the, it didn't used to say that. So when I was a kid and I would see that tag on my mattress that said, do not remove under penalty of law, I was like, I, want, I wanted to remove it. But at the same time, in in my kid brain, I was thinking, as soon as I remove that, like the cops are somehow going to be informed. <laughs> yeah, and I was going <laughs> to hear, I was going to hear sirens. Why couldn't you rip it off? You're not going to miss anything. Like a mattress, you buy it, and it doesn't move until you throw it out. So oh, mine moves every uh, three months or so. Bounces pretty hard. That often? <laughs> no, I just tried to make myself sound cool. So. <laughs> every three months or so. Movies make it seem like once you're married, it's like, well, bye-bye. Like, no more sex for you. Well, you know we've done it at least twice. Well, three times. <laughs> Wait, three? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which, Olivia had an issue that uh, nowadays they'd probably just let her die. Yeah. Especially in our state. Especially in our state. We're going to go back to the days where women are going to die giving birth. I mean, all the more reason to get your fucking shit cut or knotted, whatever they do. I wanted a, a vasectomy since I was like 18 or 17 or something like that. I don't want kids. Go get one, man. You get your balls hand-washed. Where do you even get a vasectomy? At a urologist. Where are those? Um, I mean, they're they're just you look them up in the, in the yellow pages. Yeah, almost in yellow pages. <laughs> I knew that's what was. You in look your them head. up in the phone book. No, you just look them I up on the really internet. Want my balls washed by some person? No, I didn't really want them either. But it just uh, that's just. And then uh, how do they do it? What do you mean? They they uh, they lather it up with some soap. But and do they, they like numb you? Do they put you under before they wash your balls? No. no so, you, the, so that you just you described it as you sat there while he washed your balls. Yep. So when do they fuck your shit up? Like when do they cut your tubes or whatever? Um, after they wash your balls, they give you a shot down there, and then they go to work. I mean, it, it can't. That shot can't be worse than the roof of the mouth shot I've had twice. I don't actually recall it, so I don't know if they put some <laughs> numbing cream on my balls or, or what. I, I, I it really could have been like a numbing shampoo thing. Yeah, they're gonna have to use some nair on mine if they want to <laughs> operate. I want the numbing cream first because I'm doesn't nair burn? Yes. Yeah, give me numbing cream before the nair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried nair one time on uh, a patch on my back. And, uh, yeah, it, um, it got really irritated. So I kind of decided not to, not to go that route. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 171. Say it backwards. It's episode number 171. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Can't think of anything else. So let's not dilly-dally because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack.
right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Okay, so did you look up the toxicology reports like you said you were going to on Michael Hutchins and uh, David Carradine no. for uh, their auto-erotic asphyxiation? No. Okay, well, that, that's weird because you clearly... I forgot about it. You said you were going to... And I leave in, the room and the it's last gone. episode. Okay, well, I, I went ahead and did it because I knew damn well <laughs> you weren't going to do it. So... Couldn't find anything for David Carradine. Um, really? He's the uh, one I, I'd so, be more curious about. Well, he was evidently into some uh, pretty kinky and deviant type uh, shit. Okay. And a lot of people think that there might be foul play because his hands were tied. So uh, according to some reports, and actually there's a picture out there floating around of how they found his body. So I'm sure you're you gonna... saw it. No, fuck, I don't want to see that shit. I'm looking it up right now. Jeez. Oh, how do you spell Carradine? C-A-R-R-A-D-I-N-E. I guess it's this one. I don't know. I didn't look. Don't want to. How did he die? If that's him, it looks like he's hanging from his hands in the closet like that. Yeah. I don't know how is he beating his dick and how's he choking. I you know what it, it sound, one, He one, looks like he has pants on too. But one of the things that it's that, not. It doesn't even look like a dead. Can I show you? No, I really don't want to see it. It's the least dead looking body of any okay. dead body I've ever well, seen. One of the things that I read was that he would tie himself up, according to one of his ex wives, and he could climax that way without any actual physical stimulation to his privates. He could. He could nut that like way. some tantric shit. I guess. I guess. It's just a really it's it's like he's in like you know one of those like closets that's just a sliding door? Yeah. It looks like the sliding door is open and he's like hanging on the hanger thing by his hands and then his legs are out. Looks like he has pants on, no shirt. Well, I think he, and he's just like by his bed. Well, I think this is not how I kind of expected that to look. It was it was ruled auto erotic asphyxiation, so I, I think probably there was some evidence in his pants. It sounds like he had pants <laughs> on. Now, Michael Hutchins, the lead singer of uh, NXS, it says that uh, it appeared that he hung himself naked using a snakeskin belt and a doorknob. So let's be okay, real. So you just sit down. I guess if you slouch enough yeah. and if your belt is tight enough, it'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, there was no suicide note. Uh, toxicology report reported alcohol, cocaine, codeine, Prozac, Valium, and other benzos. Yeah, were Prozac in, uh, will fuck you up. I hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were in his blood and urine. So yeah, you were, you were right on that one. I would imagine that there was probably a little bit more with David Carradine, although it just sounds like he was into some crazy shit, so who, maybe I not. wonder who like just took that picture. I guess like the crime people? It was in Thailand, man. Some Probably somebody busted in and, and took the picture first. And I was going to say the newspaper article was not in a readable language. Tried to sell it to the paparazzi or something like that. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I, I more expected like laying on the bathroom floor kind of thing. But how, Wait, how did he asphyxiate then? There was nothing. It didn't look like there's anything around his neck. It looked like he was just chilling, like with his hands above his head, tied up. There was nothing over his throat. So the picture you you are looking from like the back, kind of. So if here's the back wall, uh, and there's like the head of his bed is at the back wall. The closet's on the left, and he's facing the back wall. And it's like someone took the picture more from like the foot of his bed. So you kind of see the side of him a little bit in his back. Looks like he has pants on. 
I didn't see anything around his neck, like the back of his neck. Okay. And he's hanging from his hands. Like his his head is like a decent bit away from where his hands seem to be hanging from. So it's like... I mean, maybe the first person in there weird. removed something from his neck. No to, fucking way. Why? If you see a dead body, is your first thought to be like, "Oh, let me take that off his neck." What Mine, if mine's more to let me get away? No. What if what if it was just like room service or something? They and they came in. Room service is not paid enough okay, to well, deal with something like that. But if you see somebody and they have something around their neck and they look like they're dead, maybe the first thing you do is remove that to see if, if they're breathing be all right. or maybe, you know, they're not quite dead or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, I you, I, who knows, man? I don't know. I, I think I would be more likely to freak out and call 911 rather than do anything. Just open the door and then back out slowly like Homer Simpson <laughs> in the shrubs. Yeah. I mean, especially nowadays, like I'd be more afraid of hurting somebody because I don't know what I'm doing than saving someone. Well, I think taking a belt off of somebody's neck or a noose off of somebody's neck, you're not going to hurt them more. Yeah, I guess that's true. That makes sense. But for some things, like if someone got hit by a car and is laying on the ground, I'm not touching them. No. Because their neck might be fucked and then I might paralyze them from the neck down yeah, if I get move sued. it. Yeah, I don't want to get sued. If I got sued for that, I'd understand it. But the guy who got sued for saving the drowning woman, un unlucky bastard, man. His one hero moment that he got in life and it had to be with this fucking waste. So wait a minute. He saved a woman from drowning? And, and she sued him. For like, saving her life? Touching her and all that. What? Like it was assault or something. I don't know. He needs to walk her back out to the water and put and her head under. Hold her head down. Yeah. Come on, man. That's, see, exactly. You don't get those hero moments often. Like, your last hero moment was when our dog fell in the lake, and you totally threw your glasses off, threw your book down, and you jumped in the lake and saved him. Which dog? Bandit. And me, you, and my sister were just, like, chilling on the back deck, and he fell off that skinny part. You don't. We've talked about this before on air, probably. No, you I, threw your glasses like Clark Kent. Yeah, exactly. And then you like dove into the water and you pulled him out. And we were like, "Holy shit!" My dad. Yeah, that, superhero. You don't get hero moments often. I was probably like twelve when that happened. Well, what a, the one I remember the most is when there was like a, a shark spotted uh, in the shallows, yeah. and I picked you up and, and threw you a uh, hundred like yards a to the soccer beach. throw in. And I <laughs> skipped on the water. I remember it. I threw you like a soccer throw in. That's how I remember like it. My hands behind my back and I, don't lift my you, foot. I, either that, or I guess maybe you did just like a shove movement. I can't imagine it was a all, soccer. Throw all in. I remember, and I remember it vividly. I in fifth grade, I was probably like eighty pounds. Which is not that bad. Like, you could probably lift 80 pounds, but, like, with super adrenaline and then, like, father adrenaline, 80 pounds is, like, lifting up a butterfly. So I remember I skipped on the water at least once, and then I was basically... <laughs> really? Yes, I remember that, and then... <laughs> I remember I was at the shore very fast. Yeah. I didn't really have to swim. And then yeah. I saw you, like, boom, 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 like Olympic swimmer type, and... I remember the guy was yelling shark like a movie, mm -hmm. and then we looked down and I, I saw the sh like the the silhouette of it, and it wasn't anything that big. But no, I mean, I think if you if you hear, actually, it was pretty massive. 
probably like about 16 feet long. And there's also a saltwater crocodile or that's, alligator or whatever that's there. That's exactly how I remember it. And there's like a lava pit below in the water, sizzling the, the water. Remember all the other people I saved too? And I threw them to shore. I, I also saw a U-boat shooting a missile as well. So that was a pretty crazy moment. But yeah, you you were swimming real fast. And I was like, damn, that was cool. And that was fifth grade, so... Any other hero moments that uh, you can think of? <laughs> Boosting your ego? Yeah. Um, Just give me one more. I've lived a pretty heroic life. I And you saved that, like, dementia woman. Oh, yeah, I did. In the heat. But that, yeah. that's not that's not a hero moment. She was heavy, man. I had to keep her from falling down. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, that's, that's heroic, but, like, that's not a hero moment. I saved somebody's grandma. Okay, so if you were to watch a movie, which one of those three moments I mean, okay. would, would you uh, not want to see in that movie? They're different tiers, but... Like, if, that would be in a comedy movie when, like, the superhero's like, let me walk you across the road, old lady. It's the same thing. It's like, let's get you inside and call someone. It was like, a little more than that. It was like 110 degrees outside. She'd been <laughs> standing there for a long time. 45 miles she, back to her house. Uphill both ways. <laughs> you, you took off your shirt and put it over your head, and you're drinking your own pee, and you're <laughs> drinking her pee, and you're peeing in her mouth so she could drink. And <sighs> apparently that dehydrates you more than it does actually help you. So. Drinking your own pee? Yeah, that's what I've uh, heard. Well... Test it out and get back with me. <laughs> How am I supposed to be like, damn, I'm thirsty after that? Do you think you could like pee straight to your mouth from dick? Yes, <laughs> from dick. Yeah. Yes, I could. It's not hard. Even if you had like a fucking inward dick, you could probably do that. Because with your dick, all you got to do is this motion. It. What? What happened? I, I won't know. respond to that. Somehow Siri got activated. But she won't respond to, what, our dick talk? <laughs> I guess. Okay. So I'm really surprised that after saying, do you think you could pee in your own mouth, that you didn't say, oh, yeah, this video I watched when I was in fifth grade? These, I, I was, have always avoided pee videos and poop videos. Like, it's just, I, I can't do that. Like, that's just... I had two girls, one cup. That blew up when I was in intermediate school so that's fifth and sixth grade here never seen it never seen it okay good i have avoided that video like the plague i hate puke my friend the other night was puking in the bathroom i nearly dry heaved at the just the thought of it and i heard it and it was just i have such a horrible gag reflex with certain things and and pee is like not, not that bad spit is like but fucking Shit and barf? Oh, horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I hate it. I, I can't do it. I understand. And two girls, one cup, they're vomiting and shitting and then eating each other's. And So would you watch it for 100 bucks? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Would you watch it for 25 bucks? And I, I can make 25 bucks pretty easily. I guess I could make 100 bucks kind of easily too. But like, would you, would you watch it for 20 bucks? <laughs> I don't I don't know like 20 bucks right now it's like sure why not I will Venmo you 20 bucks right now well you gotta watch it with me no there's no fucking way I'm watching that how much would it cost for you to watch two girls on cup oh god well, I think they're naked at least they've probably gotta be naked if they're gonna be shitting everywhere I want 500 bucks wow you're a pussy 500 I want $500 to watch I that. don't even know how long the video is and I'm pretty sure there's some like beautiful piano music playing 
but I, I don't know that there's any noise. I think it's just music and video. Well, if you would like to fund myself and Jack to watch Two Girls, One Cup, moviemuggin at gmail.com, get with me, and I will give you uh, the specifics on how to uh, get that money to us. All right, next, um, a couple weeks ago, I talked about um, that I got some books from from Goodwill, and uh, I wrote some stuff in the front. Yeah. Um, you know, like um, a, a grandparent may give their grandson a, uh, a book about dolphins and say something like, uh, this reminds me of the time we went to SeaWorld, and I know you want to be a marine biologist, so I hope you like this book, Love Granny. Yeah. Yeah, so I got some books, and I wrote some shit in them, and I found my old blog. Um, I used to have tons of blogs. And so um, I found uh, I found what I did. So um, I found a uh, how to fix it home plumbing book, and on the inside I wrote, "Darling, since you were too stubborn to take my stool softeners, I figured this will come in handy." Happy birthday, love, Sally. Two thousand. <laughs> I found a uh, Dean Koontz novel, and I wrote in it, "Harry, I know things have been difficult lately, so here's a book to take your mind off your troubles." P.S. I want a divorce, Jerry. That would be awesome if one of our listeners had found one of these. I know. And and again, these are things that I will never see anybody like you just did it for the hell of it. Yeah, I did it just knowing that somewhere sometime somebody's going to read that and have a good giggle and show their friend or something <laughs> like that. All right, I got a book called The Five People You Meet in Heaven, which was a really popular one for a while. Hi, Granddad. I know you're getting up there in age, so to speed up the process and get me closer to my inheritance, I thought you might find this an interesting read. Love, Jimmy. So they have to know that that's fake. Holy. <laughs> the book, What to Expect When You're Expecting and What to Expect the First Year, I wrote, Sweetheart, go ahead and read this, and then let's see if we can put the abortion discussion back on the table. Love always, XOXOXO, Mikey. Oh, damn. Not anymore, but those are simpler times. Chicken soup for the couple's soul. Honey size doesn't really matter. I promise I was laughing at something else. Love, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, relationship rescue, a seven-step strategy for reconnecting with your partner. Big John, I was always happiest when I was your prison bitch. Let's give it another go. What do you say? Love, Larry, a.k.a. Sugar Bear. Okay, Sugar Bear. <laughs> also, a couple weeks ago, I brought up, uh, we had that argument that who's bigger, Michael Jackson or Elvis. I have lots of stats on that that I was going to read that just proved that Elvis is so much bigger. But one of the things that we talked about was um, on TikTok, somebody had uh, isolated all the Michael Jackson noises. Mm -hmm. And so I found one, and it's from the song Smooth Criminal, and they have it in order of intensity. So I'm going to play that real quick because I just, I just love it. I mean, it started with shucka chucka. I never heard him do that. There's a lot of da, da. and then the final one. <laughs> How did he die again? Drugs. I think they were giving him like a horse tranquilizers or something like that. That's a uh, ketamine, I think. Or maybe that was Prince. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> His. I always got him uh, mixed up a little bit when I was a kid. Well, one's the king and one's a, a prince. Well, they're just both eccentric and had high pitched voices. All right, and lastly, Jack, you know I've been traveling a lot lately for work, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I happen to... Uh, I happen Where? To, yeah, well, Where it's funny. I, I went down to uh, Arlen, Texas. You ever heard of Arlen, Texas? 
That's way down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, was selling... like 1,500 miles away. Yeah, I had some Bibles I needed to sell down there. <laughs> and so... Uh, I remember a guy was handing out Bibles outside of our middle school. Like just the tiny New Testament ones. They're like... Little Gideon's like, Bibles is what they're called. Like yeah. 12 pages. Yep. Hey, uh, they're green. Why are you trying to reach children? Start early, man. Also, they're, they're old men. It's kind of weird. But, yeah, you know. it's uh, I, I came out of an Aussie and uh, Metallica concert one time, and people were out there holding crosses, you know, because well, Aussies you're listening satanic, to you know, music, yeah. And uh, they were trying to talk to people and handing out little tracks and stuff like that, and we were not very nice to them. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Not many people were very nice to them. Well, yeah, you're leaving an Aussie concert. Yeah, if if you're gonna go and uh, preach on a street corner or something like that. Don't do it oh, outside of a Dio concert, an yeah. Ozzy concert, mm-hmm. Motley Crue. At, at least don't let that be your first time. I, I remember, I probably told this story on here before, so let me know if I have. But when I worked at Walmart, did online grocery, there was the guy who was like the last order of the night. It's dark. I'm the only one. So I walk out. His trunk is open. All his windows are down, blasting some song I recognized from our time going to church. And it was just super loud, like deafening loud. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm screwed. He's going to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he helped me put the groceries in. Super nice guy, as expected. Just the way he was dressed, like a wife beater with sweatpants and a beanie. Really? He just kind of looked like ex-con-ish. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, ex-con turned Christian. I'm like, I'm going to get a real big talk here, aren't I? man, he's just talked to me so much. And I'm just like trying to be nice to him because he was nice. I'm just like nod and be like, yep, yep. I've been to church. Yep. I've heard of all of this stuff. And it's like, please, I don't want to be mean. Like, like I want to go inside and clock off and go home and just never think about the people who forced me into conversations like this. Well, but there was always that possibility he could shank you, too, if you tried to get away too quick. So uh, you, you got to no, keep that in mind no while you're way. listening. Uh, ex-cons turned to Christians. They're, like, the nicest people in the entire world. I, I feel like if, like, someone, like, murdered people and then they went to jail, got turned to, to Jesus, I feel like... You don't would... go to jail and get turned into Jesus. <laughs> you you know what I mean. Introduced, I should have said. Okay. They would, like swear off violence forever they'd have all their like gang tattoos and like be ripped as shit but they'd be like so nice to you they, they would hold the doors open and pass things out on, at the sunday service it's just so uncomfortable for me because like i, I don't want to tell them and it's like and i've heard this before like there was one time i was walking around at walmart at work and this old lady handed me this thing it's like i don't want this card like now i you handed me trash so how did uh, the conversation finally end? Did you uh, he, say he, amen and walk away? No, he probably let me go or it was just like, probably like after I said, yeah, like, yeah, I have been to church. Yeah, I have heard that story. Yeah, I, I do know that too. Because it's a lot of, did you know this? Have you heard this? Like all these different things. He was probably like, all right, God bless you. Have a good night. Probably just something like that. There was a really awkward time at my current job where guys in military uniforms come in, and I'm like, well, I look like a decently fit male. So I'm like, fuck, I'm like prime meat. <laughs> I don't look old. I look my age. I look 21, maybe 22. And 
This guy starts talking to me. I'm like, man, he's not even <laughs> interested in shoes, huh? And he's like, ah, I came in and got to get some shoes. And in my head, I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> like, you're, I see that thing you're holding or that stack of things you're holding. I see your outfit. You even got the boots and everything. And so he's fucking talking to me. And I just let him go the entire time. And then he, like, hands me one. And he said, are you interested in the military? That's like five or six minutes. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he looked like I saw a flash of true emotion before he like hit it. He he was like, fuck, like in his head. Like I just wasted his time. And so he handed me another one. I was like, maybe you know someone who is. You know what, and he's if, like, you have a good day, and he walked away. If you go into somebody's place of business and you're trying to sell some bullshit to them, fuck you, don't listen to and us. He's like asking me if I'm happy with my job, happy with how much I make. Like, yeah, I make too much for what I do. Like, I'm satisfied with my job. Do they treat you all right? Yeah, they treat me good. You happy with your benefits? Yeah. He's like, you full-time, part-time? I'm like, part-time. Would you like to get shot at, though? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like people yelling and screaming at you and having to get up at five in the morning? Would you like getting hazed for, like, uncountable amount of months? No. Would you like getting promoted and having people beat those uh, promotions into your collarbones? Oh, yeah, my managers talked about that. Would you like going on a mission and being responsible for men and then they die and then you're haunted by guilt for the rest of your life? Would you like to go to Afghanistan and get near some burn pits and then have members of Congress take away any kind of benefits that could help you? Would you like to get married to an 18-year-old fresh out of high school who's desperate to leave her parents? Would you like to go overseas and then have somebody uh, from another country marry you just so she can get to the United States (laughs) and then leave you? And then leave you. (laughs) And many, many more. But you've been traveling for work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went down (laughs) to sell some Bibles in uh, Arlen, Texas. (laughs) And uh, That's where, that's king of the hill. Hey, you know what? I happened to run into some people down there and uh, told them about our podcast. And it turns out that they, uh, that they listen. So... Uh, you know, I always travel with my little recording device, and I just ask them if they would say something, and uh, I think this could be kind of a new trend as I travel across these uh, United States. If I run into people and they listen to us, then maybe they'll, you know, say something in the microphone for us. So, uh, so wait, well, yeah, just see, <laughs> what are you, see if is you... the next one going to be like, you're going to go to Lubbock? I, I don't know where I'm going to go. I, I may go to, uh, I think there's a an ex-governor out in California I may go see at some point. Like know, Chris Christie? Oh no, Arnold, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, whatever. But anyway, I you know I, I went ahead and just uh, said you know is there anything that you'd like to say into this I'm microphone? Super confused that, that I happen that I happen to, to have right now. So uh, let, let's just pushed. hear um, what we got. Yeah. Howdy, this is Hank Hill from King of the Hill, and I never miss an episode of movie mugging unless there is some kind of propane emergency. <laughs> you found the website. I've used this before. No, what? <laughs> I've so, used this website. So, I've made hey. celebrities say unspeakable things before. <laughs> I, this is no website. <laughs> well, me and my friends, it, sound, it sounded very familiar. Yeah. We've, and we'll, like, you've type, seen a show. We'll type it, type it in like phonetically to make them like really like say things like yeah. like put like double E's and stuff. Just like make uh, <laughs> that was. That was like really good, and then he said a propane emergency, and I started whatever that noise was. And there was one other guy that just happened to be there too. Not Bobby. This is Dale Gribble, and I don't ever miss a single episode of Movie Muggin', even though I have better things to do. (laughs) 
Is there Boom Hour on there? No, I didn't see you. Didn't find him? No, him and Dale weren't there. It was just those two, man. What made you think to do this? What are you talking about? I was selling Bibles down in Arlen. It's the Bible Belt, man. They need Bibles down there, and I need to make some money. Did Dale buy one? No, he already had one. You should have talked to Joseph, too. You know what? Maybe you gribble. Maybe you could do some traveling for me, so I could stay at home with your mom for a little while. And uh, maybe I, you, could, I, you know what? I, I, I got do this. I got some Bibles that need to be delivered. Um, you can take my truck, and I'll uh, I'll show you a couple of places where they need to go. Okay? Can I just give that to you and, and, yeah. and give you some of the invoices and uh, packing slips, and you can. I'll probably cover a lot of ground in a surprising amount of time with the uh, the people I go visit. Okay. Okay, well that sounds that sounds good. Sounds like you might have something uh, for the lobby. That was awesome. <laughs> Glad you liked it. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, well let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. But before he does, remember this is Parameters Month, and yesterday we recorded a little bit while Jack made his pick, and I remember it like it was yesterday. 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 All right, Jack, we are just twenty four hours away from movie time. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been working on these parameters all week. I've come up with five. I may add another one later, but it won't be in this drawing. So and I've got two. Okay. Well, you need to get at I least, be. At least three more. more. Okay. By tomorrow when we're going to record. Yeah. Okay. I came up with two in like within five minutes of each other, I feel like. So. All right, Jack, are you ready to pick? I am. All right. This is exciting. <laughs> Should have had the, the bucket over here. All right, Jack, what I need you to do is pick one, and then I need you to read it into the microphone, which is that thing right in front of you. Yes, okay. A movie that you loved in elementary school. (laughs) Man, I already thought of one. Okay. Right as I saw elementary, I was like, that's why I made that face. I was like, I don't really... You love lots of movies. Well, in I want to school. say it now, but I can't. You can say it tomorrow after you don't pick it, or maybe you do pick okay, it. Okay, I'll have to write it down in case I don't. I don't. Something tells me that it's probably only on VHS and nowhere else. Of course, it's somewhere else. <laughs> I'd have to pull out the uh, VCR. Okay, we got one. <laughs> yeah. Tracking will be all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> have to rewind it. All right, Jack. Sit there for five minutes. All right, Jack, well, you have less than 24 hours to come up with uh, a movie that you loved when you were in elementary school. So that is kindergarten through fourth fourth grade. grade. Okay. You up for the challenge? Yeah, um, I'm hoping that I can think of something from fourth grade so it'll be a little bit better, maybe, hopefully, than (laughs) what I got. (laughs) I don't know, man. What you got might might be uh, the best episode ever. I think it would do great, but... Okay, I think I have a feeling I know what it is. (laughs) I don't want you to guess, but I want you to guess. All right, well, we'll see tomorrow, okay? (laughs) All right, and we will be back in three, two, one. Jack, what you got? Uh, Did you write down your guess? Oh, I'll do it right now. I'll just put it on my phone. All right, I'm ready. Uh, This movie came out in 2002. It's rated G. Okay, I think I may be wrong then. A runtime of one hour and 28 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 31%, and the audience gave it a 33%. IMDb gave this 4.2 out of 10 stars. 
Uh, the Mormon mothers tell us that there are short outfits and that in a scene, alcohol is replaced by honey. <laughs> okay. This movie is called The Country Bears. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did you think I was going to pick? I thought Shark Boy and Lava Girl for sure. Oh. I didn't even think of that. That wasn't even on my backup. Oh my gosh! This was the, the country f- bears. <laughs> this is the first movie I thought of. Oh, it's gonna suck so fucking bad. <laughs> Although the waitress is pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. That'll be Kick it helpful. into gear. Yeah, I know and what my favorite part is. Apparently, the main bear is voiced by the Osmond kid. Oh, Haley, dead people guy. Yeah, Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah, Osmond, whatever. He became hard to look at. I'm sad. <laughs> he was such a cute kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has Brian Setzer in it too. I'm a big fan of Brian cool. Setzer. I know you are. Oh boy. Okay. Well, uh, let's kick it into gear and do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2002's The Country Bears. Yep. Let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about Barry, who's a uh, fourth-grade bear, and uh, he's being raised by humans, and uh, he figures out, because of his mean brother, who is a... Uh, what's it? Reese. A Reese from Malcolm in the Middle wannabe, um, that he's uh, adopted. And so he runs off because he's got like this real uh, thing for the Country Bears, mm-hmm. who were a uh, band who broke up a long time ago. And he goes to Country Bear Hall, where they used to do all their concerts. It's like a hallowed ground for him, or hallowed ground. Hallowed. Hallowed ground for him. And just like in Breakin' and 547 other movies. Step up. They have to save the day, or else it's going to get torn down. What a shame. How how in the world are you going to get $20,000 by the end of the week? So Barry comes up with this wonderful idea to get the Country Bears back together. And so much like the Blues Brothers, they have to drive around and pick up the individual members of the band. Some come willingly, some come not so willingly. Uh, in the end, they all come, just like uh, you probably did watching this movie. Only at the diner part. <laughs> <laughs> they put on a big show and they save the day. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Like other celebrated rock and roll groups, the members of the legendary group The Country Bears were torn apart by the perils of their own success. Ego, jealousy, and a little bit too much honey. The story of how eager young fan Barry Barrington can convince the bitter ex-members of the rock band to put aside their differences and perform a benefit concert to save Country Bear Hall, the legendary venue where the band got its start. I wish they put more effort into the names. Of the Bears? Well, there's Barry Barrington... And then there's like Zeb, Ted, and Ned or something like that. Okay, so there's Ted Betterhead. But yeah, the last <laughs> names was my bigger concern. This movie's G, and they have there's like brothers with the last name Betterhead. Yeah. If they have any daughters, you'd kind of want to date them probably, just, you know, on the one-off chance that... That what? They might be better than other people at something. <laughs> you would have to worry about teeth, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I definitely don't want head from a bear, though, so. <laughs> I also just don't find bears to be necessarily attractive. And what if they want you to return the favor? <laughs> I'm not giving head to a bear. What do bear penises look like? Well, you said they're daughters, <laughs> too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving head to either of them. But yeah, bear penis, 
feel like it looked like a dog penis. Gross. Right? I, and is a I bear know. closer to a dog or a cat? They're like their own thing, but you know, like, what is a bear? And this is the second time we've talked about, like, bear cum, like, in, in a separate bit. And we've referred to the, the original right. one before, but, like, how are we... It's all come back around. <laughs> We're talking about country bears giving them head. How much for you to fuck a bear? What? <laughs> never. Never? No, and the, the Two, likelihood of me dying is like 200% anyway. $2.5 million through a glory hole to where you can't get it No, involved. absolutely not. $2.5 million? Absolutely not. I feel like you wouldn't even fuck a woman's butthole, but you're going to fuck a bear's butthole? You put your hand down your pants when Trixie Bear came on and she, her titties were hanging out. I did not. You you did too. I did not. Everyone you, knows you're lying. You mentioned how you could see her boobs and pussy, did you not? I, I, <laughs> yeah, because she's wearing a fucking like a crappy looking robe and nothing else. I didn't notice that. You did. You're like, yeah, because, oh, look at her boobs. Because oh, look at her pussy. I, I think it's funny whenever, like... Look at her bare ass. In some shows, like Scooby-Doo, like uh, like in the movies when he's standing on his hind legs and stuff or whatever, it's like, oh, whatever. You don't think about them being naked. But in this one, when they're integrating with people and they're on their hind legs, they're basically just bare people. You kind of think <laughs> about bare titties and bare pussies. I would have to disagree. I did not think that. Well, whatever. So you totally fucked Trixie Bear? No. She was for, nasty. For $2.5 million. No, absolutely not. <laughs> $5 million. No. Why? Because it's a bear. So? I don't want to fuck a bear. What animal would you fuck for $5 million? Now I got to think. What <laughs> what animal exists? A sheep. I was about to say, that's they're, like the only like... They're comfortable. Animals still fucked by people regularly. Like goats might be fucked by people. I saw a guy fuck a chicken. I, yeah. I talked about that. My guess time. is any animal that can be domesticated has been fucked by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> Guarantee a horse has got fucked, a mule, a cow, a llama. What about like a seal? How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Just lift up their tail? I mean, it's like a, a, on the bottom. They give you a, an ovation afterwards? Okay. I'm really trying to think of like, is there an animal that I would fuck for money? And if you're going to give me like enough money to where I'll never have to work again, I will fuck a bear in the glory hole. <laughs> but <laughs> there's your opening stuff right there. But like, what about you? What animal would you fuck? How much would it cost for you to fuck a bear through a glory hole? I'll make it better. It's a female bear. So there's no shit on your dick unless it somehow shits on your dick. All right. So how much to fuck a bear vaginally through a glory hole? <laughs> I said enough for to where I can never have to work again. So what is that? What is that amount? I don't like I know. I would like to think that if I had $10 million right now, I probably would not have to work again. I would like to think that I could invest it in a way to where I, I have could get... to invest. That's a. To, I don't want to learn how to do that. That's a guessing game for oh, me. I'm, hire somebody to do that shit. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like ten million dollars could get me through the rest of my life if I was smart with it. I don't want to have to be smart. Is the thing. I want to have a bunch of money, never have to do anything ever again in my life. That's what I want. And for the low low price of fucking a bear in the glory hole. <laughs> so what is that number for you? 
I don't know. Billions at least. Well, fuck. Billions? So I never have to do anything again? You don't need billions to never have to do anything again. You're the guy who's going to fuck for cheap. Well, I'm older. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have as much life left. Oh, yeah. But you don't need a billion dollars right now. We don't know what inflation is going to look like whenever I'm your age. If if at 21 years old, if you were given $100 million... You should never have to work again. Yeah, that would be pretty. Probably great. even fifty million dollars. You don't I, I'll have. I'll fuck a bear for a hundred million. Okay. In a glory hole. All right, let's get that uh, funded. <laughs> Movie mugging listeners. I'll take it. I mean, it would be shitty. Well, wait. So what is what is the um, what are the rules? We we almost glossed straight past this. So what <laughs> constitutes fucking a bear in the glory hole? Are you coming inside? What difference? Uh, what difference does it make? Yeah, I'm coming on. The, I've you're not going to get ra- her pregnant. Well, yeah, I know, but like, I feel like I'd rather come on like the floor, like pull out and come somewhere else than come in the bear. Like that's just kind of gross. The whole thing's gross, but you know what I mean. It, it adds it, that extra layer of like, oh, I fucked a bear. And it's like I came inside <laughs> of a bear. You know, like. <laughs> It adds, it adds another layer. No, you got to come in the bear. To the, <laughs> 100 million is fine. I'm just saying, like, but like, gross. It's a bear. You're coming in a bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Y'all are all listening to two guys who would come inside a bear for money. I never said I would. Yeah, you did. No, rewind the you, you tape. You said you would do it for fit or not 50 million, 10 million. No, I, I pondered. If ten million <laughs> okay, might be then, enough for me, how much would so you do it for? I moving know you're on, just gonna gloss. Uh, fuck you! You never answer the questions, and you get mad at me when I don't do impersonations, <laughs> and you won't answer the most basic of fun questions. So, was it nostalgic for you going back and watching this? No, no, I didn't remember a single detail about this movie. Wow, and you watched this movie a lot. I remembered the country bears. I remembered kick it in the gear girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd sit you down in front of that and just press play and then go do some stuff. And then I'd hear kick it into gear come on and I'd come back in to check on you. Just doing okay? Everything all right? She's sit down hot. Hang out with I'm, you for just a little bit. The only reason I'd ever go back to work in food is if it's at that place. Yeah. All the waitresses were banging. So I looked her up. Her name is Jennifer Page. And she actually went on to uh, write a couple hits. Really? Yeah, there's a song called Crush. Um, Talking about me. It's just a little crush every time we meet or something. <laughs> so she wasn't a country singer? No, no. <laughs> she didn't look like a country singer. Yeah, that song Crush has over 81 million downloads. Um, oh. She has 815,146 monthly listeners on Spotify. Damn. Yeah, not bad. That's really good. Now, the other young lady... From uh, the beginning, Crystal. I didn't like her. She growled. I yeah. I hate when bitches growl. You, so, man, <laughs> I can't handle it. You know the bear probably growl when you were getting it on. Yeah, but it wouldn't it. sound like that. Yeah, I like Christina Aguilera. That girl can sing, but when she comes in with... When she growls, <laughs> I just want to claw my face off. <laughs> I can't handle it. it. It just like hits something in my brain that makes me uncomfortable. And wish that I would just melt. 
So yeah, Crystal Harris, uh, she doesn't even have her picture on Spotify. <laughs> and uh, the one song she has on there is from... Uh, Country Bears. No, that's not <laughs> even on there. It's, uh, it's from Legally Blonde. So she has uh, 2,766 monthly listeners. So uh, things are not going too well for uh, achieving her dreams. Yeah, I didn't like the way she kind of danced and moved her arms around she, while she was singing. Uh, she made me feel weird. Yeah, her hair. There was just something oh. off-putting about her. Yeah. Thank God they had her first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're terrible people. You know that? We, we just sound like... Uh, we just judge someone based off of their looks and actions, what's different from any other person in the entire world. Yeah. So we had Fred Betterhead, and uh, <laughs> his, his voice was Brad Garrett who was the older brother on something about Raymond or whatever that show was. Everybody hates Raymond? Yeah. Loves Raymond? Yeah. And he was also, remember the pacifier? Like the assistant principal who, who wanted to fight Vin Diesel? No, I remember the movie-ish. God. What? Then we had Ted Betterhead. Do you remember every detail about every single movie you watched when you were a child? I know I saw the pacifier a trillion times. I know I saw this a trillion times, too. I remember movies. I mean, the pacifier, I just know that he's, like, the fucking babysitter, but he's also, like, a secret agent guy or something, and they... Navy SEAL. And they, um, they're, like, trying to do something, and there's, like, a secret area under the pool or something like that. Oh, uh, in the garage. In the garage. <laughs> yeah, but it's just one of those things. I mean, it's... I, that's basically all you need to remember about the movie. Somehow, like, evil corporation wants something at their house. Nope. He protects the children, and he yeah. beats everyone up, and then gets them arrested, Sorta. and no. saves the day, and then he yes. stays there. And no. I, yeah, and he has the kid on his hip the entire time, and mm. there's three bikes in the front lawn at any given time. No. One of those movies. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's uh, Vin Diesel's uh, best movie. I think he peaked <laughs> at The Pacifier. I mean, I, I've never seen a... Um, Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Um, I've seen like highlights of some. It just looks like mindless action, which, you know, I, I enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, I think Ludacris is in some of them too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, Death Race, I would be interested in watching. That's Jason Statham. It is Jason Statham. Mm -hmm. I know that. What about Riddick? Those movies looked pretty interesting. Uh, Pacifier. Have you seen Riddick? No. I, I, don't, I was don't saying, need to. I, I wasn't trying to say they would be better than Pacifier. I was just saying they look interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't he like Triple X, State of the Nation, or something like that, too? Didn't he play somebody in that? I don't know. Yeah. The, he has a superhero movie. Did you know that? I did not. Or like vigilante kind of thing. Like a Punisher? So, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he dies or something, and then he wakes up, and it turns out these people have put their like nanobots in him. So it's pretty similar to like Upgrade. Okay. Um, except he's also like indestructible. Like if he got like a massive shotgun blast point blank and you could see th clearly through his chest, the nanobots would like repair it. Like he is one with the nanobots. Okay. Kind of. All right. So throwback, maximum overdrive. We, <laughs> we had the argument about how could machines ever, whatever. There you Fuck go, man. you. Nanobots. And I'm going to go ahead and pause for just a moment. Because uh, I, I, I saw something the other day. So let's get into a little In the News with Jack. Headline. A chess-playing robot broke its seven-year-old opponent's finger. <laughs> and something out of the Black Mirror meets Queen's Gambit, a chess robot accidentally broke the... F accidentally, in air quotes. 
broke the finger of its seven-year-old opponent during an exhibition match in Moscow. The child apparently moved his piece too soon, and the robot grabbed his finger and squeezed it, causing a fracture before help could arrive. The robot broke the child's finger, said Moscow Chess Federation President Sergei Lazarev. This is, of course, bad. <laughs> that was his quote. Wow. The video shows the robot grabbing the boy's finger and holding it for several seconds, uh, and then a group of people came over to free him. It's not clear what went wrong. I know what went wrong. But Lazarev uh, said the child had made a move, and after that, we need to give him time for the robot to answer. But the boy hurried, and the robot grabbed him. He implied that the robot's suppliers may need to work on safety aspects, saying they are going to have to think again. That so, was a shitty programming. No wonder it's in fucking Russia. It started. <laughs> well, thank God it started in Russia. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Hopefully it kills Putin. It says the boy was identified as Christopher and went on to play <laughs> the next day, finishing the tournament. What a pointless detail. <laughs> His parents, however, have reportedly contacted the public prosecutor's office. Russian chess official Sergei Smagin downplayed the incident, <laughs> calling it a coincidence and saying the machine was absolutely safe. I think not there, uh, Sergei. Uh, I was going to say, like, if this was in, in fucking America, man, they just hit a gold mine. But I feel like <laughs> if they tried to sue, someone's going to show up to their house a group of guys with mini Dracos and be like, this never happened. Right. <laughs> and then also like raid their house of like food and supplies and stuff and then leave. <laughs> like, I'd be so scared to sue, but in America you get, that's like a $3 billion deal. Mm -hmm. Suing a robotics company. Oh, for sure. It, for it fucking up your finger. You could probably even get more. You can sue it if it hurts your feelings in America. You could do so much. And and the fact is, with the legal system, you can. You can sue them. Fuck yeah. yeah, but in, a girl, Russia, you're screwed. You just have a broken finger now. Yeah. <laughs> we. I mean, we talked about it the other day. A girl sued fucking Geico for getting crabs or whatever from fucking some dude yeah. in a car where and he had won. Geico insurance. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, wraps it up, says, in any case, the incident can be seen as a modern parable of the dangers of robots, even in something as innocuous as chess. On a larger scale, with things like robotic cars, however, the stakes are considerably higher. It's 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 starting, Jack. I don't believe that. It is starting. It's not. It's starting, and that just proves it within the news with Jack. Oh, yeah, I wanted to read out all the bears' names, since you interrupted me by telling me you wanted to fuck a bear. <laughs> uh, so we had Fred Betterhead... <laughs> We had Ted Betterhead. So Ted Betterhead, his voice was the same as the cop. The white cop? Yeah. The one with the mustache? <laughs> well, yes and no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get back to the cops here in just a little bit. You had Zeb Zuber. <laughs> Trixie St. Clair was uh, Tennessee O'Neill's main squeeze. And then um, Barry Barrington, who uh, the voice was Haley Joel Osment, And I did see a picture of him with a beard. And it, it's, yeah, that's it's, he sports a beard in like every movie he's in now. It's He's in movies now? Yeah, I've seen him in like movies. I don't know which ones, but the last time I saw him without a beard is when he was a child. So watching the show, um, it, it's funny that they brought up Stage Dive. Because uh, yesterday we were going through um, an uh, old scrapbook that we found in the closet that me and your mom made when we were uh, young. And we had some uh, like pictures in there when we went to like a club or a concert. Lots have, of concert tickets in there. Yeah, Nirvana ticket stub in there. Some some 20 bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah fuck you. Good stuff. Um, but one had a picture of us, and it said the mosher and the stage diver. And Jack was like, did you do a stage dive? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, please, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> And so we, we go downstairs and we start talking about it. And I was like, did I do a stage dive? And she was like, yeah, you did. And I was like, I did. Uh, but we know mom did not mosh. She did. There's no way. She. I told you, I protected her. Anytime like but people then, got close, I like pushed them out of the way. That's not, then you're not moshing. She did. She moshed with a chaperone. She was the sheep and you were her shepherd in the mosh pit. She was not moshing. She was moshing. Not a not mom a, rides the mini mine train at Six Flags. She not anymore. Not, she wouldn't. Oh well, yeah, she wouldn't even. She, she sat one time. She just sat on a bench the whole time while we went and did stuff. Like, and then she never went again after that. I yeah. don't think it's like people like that do not mosh. Okay, but back to me. <laughs> but back to the coolest yeah. guy in history. Another heroic thing. I did a stage See, dive. I, I don't remember movies, but I would have remembered stage diving. Yeah. So fuck you. And people caught me, evidently. Cool. I, I did that, Jack. But, I don't, did, but did you? I, yeah. You're trusting another old woman's memory. When it's something cool? Hell yeah, yeah, I am. You have no idea if you stage dive or not. I really don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, but, that's like, that's one of those, I love referring back to Inside Out. That would be a core memory. Yeah. For Should have been a long time. Oh, that would be so awesome. To... If I was to stage dive now, everybody would know. <laughs> I, I would just be worried about sexual assault and theft. <laughs> really? You'd be worried about people sexually assaulting you? Yes. Like you jump up there and people start grabbing your dick? I mean, it's just, it's people yeah. at a concert. Okay. You don't know what the people are like. If I, wanna, if I was going to jump off a stage, I would want to make sure my pockets were empty I'd like give all of my like my phone, my wallet, everything to my friends, and put your dick in your girlfriend's purse. I know, but I mean, have you seen like rappers? Like they get in the crowd and they get their chains snatched oh, and they're okay. and they're. Well, what people I don't, I don't will, see you wearing a chain or rings or bracelets people, or anything? People will rob whoever. Okay. What an easy situation to take somebody's wallet. They might not feel it, and then how are they going to find you after? They don't know who did it. You're going to be like, damn, they stole my $20 vape. Fuckers. Well, but you know what I mean. Like, they're just, <laughs> it's it's a free lick. Okay. For those of you who don't know that term, like, hit a crime, robbery, hit a lick on that guy. Yeah, it's a, it's free money. I, I don't know that many people who would turn down free money, is all I'm saying. Well, if it's by way of theft, I think a lot of people would turn down the money. Uh, well... I'm, I work retail, and we have a loss prevention rule that everyone has to know, the 80-10-10 rule. Do you know it? Nope. 10% of people will always steal, 10% of people will never steal, and 80% of people will steal when given the opportunity. That is complete bullshit. <laughs> it has to be. I don't complete know what the real numbers bullshit. are. But uh, for me, it depends. What? I, I'm, I feel like I'm 10% never steal, but it depends on what it is and what the opportunity is. I, I've stolen pencils at school, but that's something that doesn't matter. 911, what's your emergency? I stole like a toy when I was in seven, uh, second grade. You stole something from your Grammy. Yeah, I did. It was like a stretchy string ball. Mm -hmm. That thing was pretty fun. And uh, you got busted. Yeah, I know. And you had to go back and apologize to Grammy. It was you? ridiculous. She's like... Are you, do you have anything from here before y'all go? I was like, nope. <laughs> it was in like my hoodie pocket. That's not how I raised you, man, to go steal from my parents. 
How much did you steal from your fucking parents, you piece of shit? <laughs> you probably stole money from your parents. That's, no. That's the worst thing you can do. I never stole money from my parents. I stole cigarettes from my dad. Uh, I stole... <laughs> that's uh, pretty bad. Too. Yeah. I, I just... I, I really want to know when they decided to uh, hit the Jack Daniels again for them to figure out that uh, like three-fourths of it was water. <laughs> so you stole drugs and alcohol. <laughs> No, they didn't cigarettes. have any drugs. Cigarettes. Yeah, my parents didn't do drugs. Well, cigarettes. I have a feeling. I, I want to. You think your dad did? I, I want to ask Your dad's him. a salesman. He had to have. He's not a salesman. He was. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No. Then what was he? He was in operations. And y'all worked together. Yeah. But what did he do? What, what was his job? I thought he sold No, shit. he was in operations. I, I would what sell. What does that mean? What is it, operations? It means that he had to figure <laughs> out how to get this freight from one place to another. And he would call, and he would make all the arrangements. Oh. Well, I was going to say, if you're ever a salesman, you probably did cocaine. Or you were friends with a guy who ha- always had cocaine. Oh, yeah. The sales guys I worked with did cocaine. <laughs> they have to. That's just sales. Yeah. Gosh. Big tie, nice suit, big watch, a lot of cocaine. I have PTSD from sales. You should have just done more cocaine. Yeah. What do you think your dad has done? He was a smoker, so I just have a feeling that maybe he smoked weed at least once. I just have that feeling. Because they used to go out sometimes, and they wouldn't get home till real late. And they go like out uh, dancing or to see a band play or something. And, and there's we're no talking, way this you is just like go do that shit in like the 60s and... No, this is the 70s. So I was going to say 60s and 70s yeah. and be sober. And I guarantee that people he knew smoked weed. I, I'm going to have to ask him. He he had to have at least, maybe he didn't get high, but he at least hit a marijuana cigarette once. Yeah, I think. And so. if you were alive in the seventies and you didn't, I kind of hate you, because if I lived in the seventies, that's all I would do. But I'd do so many drugs if I was like a seventies person. I would love to smoke weed with my mom and my dad right now. Mm. That would be fun. I I mean. There's memes about nightmare blunt rotation, <laughs> and it'll be like one of those videos where all the white girls are like, Alabama State, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, nightmare blunt rotation, and mm-hmm. all of them, and it's like, fuck that. My fucking three grandparents, I think that would be the nightmare blunt rotation. I would never- Okay, so pick never one- Never in a million years want to smoke with any pick, of pick them. One out of the th- if, pick one out of the three. Grandpa. Yeah. Who's the second place? Probably Grammy. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, mom's dad. He's just, he's just. He, you wouldn't want to get high with him. He's traditional, but then so is your mom. But your mom would just laugh her ass off. Yeah, she would. But yeah, your your dad's cool. What if us three? What if once he gets a little older, he's like, you know what? I would do that. I would have. I don't want it to be my my big return to weed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't smoked in years, and then we're gonna get together with your dad and do it. No, I'm gonna want to have solo time, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a, a section on the show or something. That would be funny. No, they ever eventually that would be cool. They ever legalize it? We just go and they ever legalize it. You better believe I'm going to have some. We just go pick it up and we go over there. We send Grammy out with some of her church friends and uh, we just. Hey, there's a ladies' retreat down the road. Yep. There's an estate sale. <laughs> go go talk to the neighbors for five hours. There's some donkeys down there that need to be named. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Yeah. And we already have Delta 8, and every once in a while I'm like, man, I could really just drive two minutes to the 24-hour and go buy something. What have you heard about Delta 8? That it's not as good as weed? Well, (laughs) I'm sure it's not. I don't know. I've never looked into it. I've just, I know it can get you high, but I know all my friends were trying it for like two or three weeks, and then they went back to just always having the illegal shit. Yeah. So It's kind of like going from Dr. Pepper to Dr. Thunder, something, something Pro- kind of like that. Probably, I mean. Like, hey, man, this isn't bad. It's kind of similar, and then you're like, man. I would say it's only a matter of time before we get it. But I don't Not think in our state. Oh, so, yeah. Things have got I mean, to change pretty drastically for that to happen. Here. Maybe medical. Maybe they'll, they'll do medical, and I can get medical, I'm sure. I'm sure you can get medical. I'm sure my sister could get medical. I don't know about mom. She wouldn't want it anyway, but I don't know if mom what mom has. I know anxiety, but... Everybody's got something. I was going to say, everyone has anxiety. I used to, like, uh, <laughs> whenever I, like learned more in depth what I had. I always thought it was like hilarious when teenagers like, I have depression, anxiety, and it's like every single person in the entire fucking world has depression and anxiety. Go put your passing in and get out of my way. (laughs) Big big boy coming through. (laughs) Yeah, big boy coming through. Big boy bipolar. (laughs) Yeah, and not even bitch boy bipolar too. I got number one. That's the worst one. All right, so most of this movie was just the bears going around trying to get the other bears to uh, get back in the band. And for those that don't know anything about this movie, these are, what are they? Are they they're not animatronic, but they're... They're like in suits, but they have mechanical parts yeah. that, that move their mouth, not just up and down. They have like expressions they can do. Their eyes look around a little bit. But they're just, uh, you know, in society around with other human beings. And Very like, weird. Like nobody just gives it a, a second look or anything. It's just like they just kind of blend in. And that bitch mom would not tell her bare son that he was adopted. What's the point? Because I guess you don't want them He's to... He's a bear. Well, but he didn't know. He, he couldn't figure it out. Well, yeah, I feel like if you don't tell your kid that they're adopted at some point and then they find it out later, there's going to be a big trust issue because they're they're probably going to find it out in their teenage years. She could always say, yeah, you know what? One night I drank a little too much and uh, I fucked a bear in in a glory hole. How would that look for a woman to get fucked by a bear in a glory hole? And then I had you. Break down the wall. I don't know. I don't know how big bear penises are. They could just be long and skinny. Bears are, there's nothing skinny about bears. Dog penises well, I guess are it skinny. Depends on what bear. Pig penises are really skinny and corkscrew. I thought it was duck dicks that are corkscrew. I've never seen a duck dick. And bear, or I've seen a horse dick. Pig dicks are like really weird I'm, too. I'm pretty sure bear dicks aren't as big as horse dicks. I think it's relatively small compared to the big animal that it is. I think a glory hole would not be an issue for a bear. Have I told you that a man has died from fucking a horse? His name was Mister Hands. I don't know if there's any images or anything, but yeah, he fucked a horse and it killed him. Would just kick him? Uh, no, I think like the fucking probably killed him. Killed the human? Do you know how the, that massive of a dick fucking you hard? Oh, like whoa, whoa, that, whoa, 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 Up oh, your ass? I, you said he fucked a horse. And uh, I was like, got, I thought he, got he was fucked by a horse. Oh, well, good lord. Yeah, so he probably died of just straight anal shock. <laughs> it, <laughs> fuck your Gosh. guts up. <laughs> Man, no. your face. <laughs> I was like, how did he die from fucking a horse, man? No, he got fucked by a horse. Gosh. 
gosh, that's raw, man. Yeah, just that shit probably just destroys your organs. Yeah, you know, <laughs> horse dicks are massive. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. he's in a better place now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he's fucking horses on earth, he's probably not the happiest person. <laughs> yeah, so they're just going around trying to to get the other bears to join in. One of the bears is um, at a a bar. And uh, he owes the Queen Latifah is the bartender or the bar owner or whatever. He owes her like 500 bucks. And so in order to get out of that, he has to duel with his fiddle, Brian Setzer, on guitar. And mm-hmm. Brian Setzer is one of my favorite musicians of all time. He's uh, from the Stray Cats, the Rockabilly, the Brian Setzer Orchestra. He's just a phenomenal guitar player, just phenomenal so when Country Bears first came out and, you know, uh, I see Brian Setzer, I'm like, wow, this is really kick-ass. Brian Setzer is awesome. And then the Kick It Into Gear Girl. And there's enough stuff in there for somebody like me to to Exhibit? sit down and, and stick with it. <laughs> Wyclef Jean? No, Jean. That wasn't until the very, very end, though. Wyclef Jean? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a Jean. I know, but it's pronounced Jean. It sound like he was from France. He's not from France. I think he's... Probably uh, Jean, though. No, I think he's... Uh, Haitian, and a lot of Haitians speak French, I believe. Didn't sound Haitian. Okay, well, I think it's like like Clef Jean. Look it up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know I'm right. You're not right. <laughs> why Clef Jean? <laughs> why Clef Jean? Is that better? Jean. So they get Zeb Zuberman or whatever, and then they go and they uh, they. They go to get Tennessee. Where's Tennessee? I don't know which one is which. I mean, I know Tennessee's the one. Tennessee, oh, he's a marriage counselor, which was one of the worst parts of the movie is when he starts crying over Trixie. brutal part of the movie. And it went on and on and on. So they went and got him. Then um, they went to the Kick It Into Gear place where, uh, you know, the, the best part of the movie was was her... Kicking it into gear. And that convinced Ted to join the the band. And mm-hmm. the, not Ted. Whichever one blubbered like a baby. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. And then it? Ted was renting a room above the garage from Elton John, mm-hmm. our very own friend here. No, it's Elton John. At, at the Movie Muggin studio. Great friend. And made us a song. I know. And then they, it turns out he was a wedding singer, so he got punched by his brother... Ned, you said it was? I don't know. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> and then, uh, boom, they, they're back together. This movie had a lot of parts that just sucked, but it had just... A, a Yes, but it had just enough little bits of humor in there that kind of kept you from putting a belt around a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that just kind of kept you from completely just wanting to... Uh, Put forks in your eyes for me. Like, I I didn't like the bears much at all. Like, I, I just, I did not like them. There were two bears that were likable, and that's Henry. Okay. The the guy who, like, owns the place. Yeah. And um, whatever, Big Al. About the grass guy. Okay, but none of the bears in the band. Oh, well, yeah. None, they, of, the none of them were the likable band, yeah. at all. I, I still like and so you're, you're And so you're traveling... And going on these different stories with all these bears that are not likable. But they interjected little bits of humor, like the police officers. They were great. I loved the police they were officers. The, they were probably one of the best parts of the movie. It was uh, Dietrich Bader and uh, Daryl Chill Mitchell were the cops. And Bader 
was in uh, Drew Carey. He's one of the guys from Drew Carey, and he was also Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. What? Yeah, he's a hilarious actor. That guy is really, really funny. And Daryl Chill Mitchell was great in this, too. Those two kind of bouncing off each other, some great comedic value. Mm-hmm. So they're going around and picking up all the bears and talking them into getting the band back together. And all the while, Christopher Walken is the uh, the evil banker who's trying to take over and uh, demolish the thing. And he's really... They beat him in a talent show because... <laughs> it's just ridiculous. He was an armpit farter, mm-hmm. which I used to be able to do. I can't do it anymore. And he was doing like the eighteen War of 1812 or whatever, 1812 <laughs> Overture, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's such a... Like, couldn't they have made it anything else? I think a lot of people laughed at that. And also, like, I hated... He put all the bears in a cage and walked in unarmed. I hated seeing that. And then he shut the gate. Like, the bears should have just clapped him like a bug, you know, and his head would have exploded because they're they're bears. Yeah, well, you said at the very beginning... Like, they were scared of him. They all, like, cowered and backed up. It's like, dude. Well, you said at the beginning when Christopher Walken showed up there and was like, I'm about to take this place and demolish it, you're like, maul him. He's fucking maul him right now. And then movie over. He's walking all in properties, being a bitch to you. It's like... Yeah, scratch him up and then leave him for dead. Mm-hmm. Drag him in the woods and throw him in the creek. I don't know. Yeah, you're a bear. You're not going to get in trouble for it. It's not like you're going to go to court. People are just going to come out. And they're going to find the body and they're going to say, hey, he was mauled by a bear. And and that's the end of the story. Because oh, yeah, that's what obviously. bears do. So again, the big climax, they're going back and then they play the Country Bear Hall or whatever it's called. And they suck, man. That music yeah. is terrible. I mean, it's country music, Dad. It's, uh, what do you expect? It's John Hyatt is the uh, the actual singer of the songs. And I don't know why they got him. Terrible. Bubble in his throat. Just crappy voice. It was awful. They're, the country bears suck. <laughs> and all these people running in and pumping their fists in the air and getting into it, bullshit. And Nobody likes this music. That I pointed out, and you saw him too, Yeah, that looked like he was into Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not going to listen to country. Speaking of Limp Biscuit, there was a Limp Biscuit poster on Barry's wall. And Nine Inch Nails. For a G-rated Disney movie to have a Limp Biscuit poster up in the background. And Nine Inch Nails is yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. And their the hey, number one song is Closer. Yeah, I want to fuck you like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of animal? It's all a bear together. Wow. So yeah, it was really disappointing that at the end, that's what we got. <laughs> it's like, you fuckers need to break up again. No, they're happy. No, that was... And they got CBH. Country Bear Hall. It said CBH on the stage above them. <laughs> All right, let's just get into fair parts. Uh, the cops and the car wash, probably. I mean, that was <laughs> it was funny. It's the way the soap looked was like so satisfying. I like that kind of like shaving creamish smoothness. I don't know. It was is cool. And who hasn't kind of wanted to go through a car wash walking? Yeah, they were chasing the Country Bears uh, tour bus, and they went inside the uh, the car wash. And so what did the cops do? Instead of waiting on the other side, yeah. you know, they, they put their car like, in the car oh, wash, too. Oh, we totally too. got them. <laughs> I know. And then was... like, they, uh, the shield windshield got covered in soap. Like, I, I can't see him. I can't see him. So he like, peeks his head out of the, the window and like the like twirler brush things. I don't really know any other way to put it. Like They suck him out, and then it shows him with no mustache and then suddenly his mustache is back on and he gets slammed on the rear windshield and on the windshield and 
then the other cops like, I got you, man. I got you. And basically same thing happens to him. And then, um, they're getting sprayed by hot wax and then <laughs> they're getting like super hair dryer blown and they're floating and they're like high fiving, like, yeah, like this is cool. And then they fall and it shows them later walking out and one of them, his hair got just the blow drying fucked him up real. I guess both of them, one of them had, um, an afro, big ol' afro, like Scooby-Doo from the live-action Scooby-Doo movie afro, like that big. And then the other one, his hair went behind him like one of those, like, bike helmets. Yep. <laughs> but, like, straight back. Aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, and that was really funny because he definitely did not have enough hair on his head. Neither of them did for <laughs> their their hair. And their pants were, like, hiked up real far like a flood was coming. That, that was probably by far the best scene in the movie yeah my favorite part i love the cops any anytime the cops were in it they they were great um every time they were at the house and interacting with the parents i thought it was great um the mom was like uh, i i want you to find my son and he was like we'll do that and more and the other cops like how are we well, gonna do more yeah, what more can we do yeah that was <laughs> are funny you gonna find him twice <laughs> And just the interaction with the with Barry's brother just talking down to the cops like they were stupid and the cops just didn't get it. Yeah. Great kid. Great yeah, kid. Great kid. Yeah, the cops were great. But come on, kick it into gear. Best song, best scene, hot waitress. Um, it's uh it's the first thing I thought of when you said country bears. It, it wasn't the country bears, it was the uh, waitress singing kick it into gear. So uh by far favorite part. All right, bucket of chicken. <laughs> I mean, I've I wanna give it to the cops. I mean they were just but any actor really could have done that. The cops? Yeah. I, I disagree. Like. I thought they were perfect for that. And they were perfect, but I feel like it's not... They had the comedic flair to pull it off, though. I just don't know if I want to give it to them or the waitresses. Okay. Like all four of them? I'll, I'll give it to the, the cops. And they're the okay. best part of the movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give my bucket of chicken to Willie Nelson. <laughs> this is uh, Willie Nelson's second bucket of chicken. He got his first one in Beer Fest. He had a little cameo in that. And oh, yeah, Weed well. Fest mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah, that's yeah right. if Willie Nelson's in a movie, he's getting my bucket of chicken automatically. Uh, all right, score time. I think it's like a 94. What? <laughs> I know it was a dog shit movie. I didn't get nostalgia from it because I didn't remember it enough. I just enjoyed the movie. I know that's way too wow. high for it, and I'm going to get teased about it later. No. I'm, it's going to get brought up all the time. No, it's not. I just, I had a great time watching it, so. So you know what would have made this movie better is if there were no bears in it. I totally disagree. Okay. I don't know. I, I didn't like the bears at all. There, there was nothing likable about well, any of them to me. You're a crabby old fart. No, I'm really not. I, I'm, I'm all for a, a, a good movie with some talking animals or whatever, but... If it, you had to replace the bears with any animal besides humans, the title, the country what? Monkeys. <laughs> the, the country monkeys. Yeah. And there'd be like a gorilla, yeah. orangutan. And it'd have been so much better. Orangutan? Whatever. Orangutan. And gibbons. Those ones with the big red asses. I definitely want to see an orangutan in overalls and one of those straw hats and give me a big smile. Absolutely. It would. <laughs> See, better already. The only parts of this movie I liked were parts where the things being featured were not the bears, <laughs> like Brian Setzer That's and the fair. kick it into gear and the police officers. That was the only. And the growling lady at the start. 
No, not so much. <laughs> but those were the only good parts of this movie. I'm going to give it a uh, 55. Really? Yeah. I've, I was going to guess 24. No, <laughs> there was enough of the cops to keep me kind of giggling. Humor to take you away, away yeah. from what was really happening. I mean, yeah, 55 might be a little bit high. Would you have rather me pick Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I've seen that too recently. That movie's just horrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this one wasn't either, but I don't think Shark Boy and Lava Girl would have gotten a 94. See, I, I, I think said. this movie could have been better. And I remember when we got it, I was excited. I was like, this is going to be cool. And then I remember watching it, and it's like you like it, and then you don't like it, and you like it, and you don't like it. And in the end, you're like... I did not enjoy that at all. This movie, it had potential, but it just wasn't good. I just did not like it. All right. Um, You're wrong, but end this thing. 94. Come on, man. <laughs> now comes the time where I get to draw um, one of Jack's parameters to pick a movie for next week. We each have five. Mm -hmm. so there's five in there from me. Mm -hmm. We took his out. Okay. I'm going to go with this one. A unique, strange movie. Unique slash strange movie. Just something different than something we've already done. Okay. I think I already know what it's going to be. Uh, yeah, okay. I was I was fine with you picking that one. There was one or two that I would have rather probably had you pick. But okay. We still got another I, week for me. I definitely tried to make it open. Okay. That's very open compared to... You were trying to do me a solid for what you did to me with swearing. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. so all of the five or four left that are in there, open. You could pick a lot of different things okay. for each one. Okay. But yeah, that that should be good. Okay. Because you've seen enough movies to where you can probably think of something that was just like, huh? Yeah. That, that was weird. I already have a... Uh, Willy Wonka, if we had never seen that before, yeah. that would totally count. I've got one in mind. I'm not sure it will survive the week. <laughs> but uh, probably not. <laughs> right now, it's the favorite. Yeah, just like me. Right as I picked it, I I knew Country Bears was the one. So, all right. Well, that's exciting. You got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 171 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a website, ladies and gentlemen, moviemuggin.com. You can listen to episodes there. You can go to our merch store. You can uh, look up movies we've mugged in alphabetical order, and you can submit questions for Ask Jack. Hey, if you like us, if you dig us, if you enjoy listening to us, uh, tell a friend, man. Sharing is caring. We'd love to grow the show. Thanks so much for listening. You have yourself a Movie Muggin day. Bye. Yeah.